You're listening to the Restoration Church Podcast. Join us each week for messages designed to equip, inspire, and deep calling to deep. Today's message is brought to you by Lead Pastor Kim Foreman. You know, soaking is the act or the state of saturation or being saturated. You know, saturate means to become completely charged with something or to saturate the mind with learning. Uh, Saturation is the act of feeling or being filled to the limit of power. You know, one of the greatest things that we can do is when we prepare for the Lord is to get before the Lord and get into His presence, whether it be in His Word. I don't know if y'all have ever, you know, begin to get in the Word and feel your spirit, just feel your spirit come to the forefront, your spirit get pumped up in the Word, and you just feel full of faith just from hearing God's Word. Um, but I remember for a long time that we used to have soaking services on Saturday nights before Sunday mornings. I so said, you get a group of people and they're doing nothing but worshiping, not even coming together. Everyone's separate, just seeking God and loving God and worshiping God. You saturate not only yourself, you saturate the very atmosphere. So the next morning when the pastor comes in and the people come in, they can easily enter into the Lord. So, you know, so today we're going to get saturated. So what I was impressed was um, for us to really look today to honor the Holy Spirit, to look at the wonderful places, look at the wonderful times that we've got to experience the presence of God in our lives, Uh, the move, the different moves that we've been in in our lifetimes. Some of us are young in the Lord, but many of us have uh, had our own Pentecost, our own upper room experiences. And I want to reflect on that. It's just like when Gloria was teaching on Nehemiah, one of the things that part of revival is the gratitude, uh, just being grateful for how good our God is. And so with grateful hearts today, I want us to reminisce. When we start reminisce like in Nehemiah, when they were reminiscing when they were in the wilderness and how God kept them all those years, and they were just wondering for 40 years, but God was there with them in their wondering. And even it was their mistake why they were even in the wilderness, but His mercies. God is such a merciful God. So some personal encounters, like we, when we received the gift of tongues or our, our personal prophecy or where we were blessed to be in a healing service where people, even ourselves, were healed. Some of us got to witness that. Some of us have been healed in those services. Y'all know my testimony from last March when I got healed coming home from Missouri, my hearing. I mean, I, I still rejoice over that. Just God showing up as only God could show up in the car and boom, I could hear Places we heard God speak, places that we've been touched, places where we were filled up, where we were refreshed, even overflowing. Times we often uh, were in reflection to, to reminisce, to encourage ourselves, that causes our faith to rise up. And those touches in those sweet, sweet places where the Holy Spirit made himself known to us, places that we so long to revisit and have a repeat encounter that's more glorious than the last. Don't we always looking for the more? Aren't our hearts hungering for the more? We know that we're in the latter days and we're supposed to have a greater pouring out and the greatest awakening of all has been prophesied and prophesied. We're all standing, waiting, yearning, hoping for that encounter. But one of the things I have come to know is that those times that we were in, and many of us have been in those times, did we linger long enough? Did we take for granted our encounters? Were we so busy looking for the next great move 
that we failed to realize that we were already in the move? Did we grieve the Holy Spirit? Did we minimize the move in His presence? These are things for us to ponder. Because I don't know about you, if you've ever given a great gift, if you give a great gift to someone, and you're there and you have all this planned, and they're not really engaged with you, I mean, they're, they like what you gave them, but they're thinking about the bigger gift that you have yet to give them, kind of ruins the moment. Did we not honor Him to the degree we should have? I mean, here I'm sitting here at 65 and can think of some of the most awesome times that we I still reflect on those times, but I'm telling you in those times I was always looking for a better time. And I didn't linger. I didn't stay. I didn't even realize I was in it until I was no longer in it. So what must we do to have him come and dwell amongst us? What must we do to cultivate a place that he'll inhabit? How might we please him and how might we decrease so that he can increase? How can we prepare ourselves before we gather to be vessels of honor and honor his precious Holy Spirit? What if we all made that decision even before we come into the house of the Lord to make sure that, you, Lord, we want to honor you. We want to be part of the flow. We, out of our bellies, flow rivers of living water. So, Lord, let me examine my heart. Let me prepare for the service. I want you to be able to move through me because the same resurrection power that was raised Christ from the dead is in each of us. And we see different gifts, but we can all prophesy, and we're all to desire prophecy. And so we don't have to look at one person that has maybe a power gift. We all have that ability and just like Saul, we remember the story of Saul. He didn't prophesy, nor was he a prophet. But boy, when he got around all those other prophets that were filled with the Holy Ghost and moving and prophecy, what happened all of a sudden? He was prophesying. All we need is the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit's here. We don't have any idea what can happen. And I'm desiring that. I'm so desiring that. So today, as we celebrate Pentecost and we worship, let us rejoice in him, the one who has been long-suffering, the one who has wooed us, who has taught us, who's convicted us, who's been that long-suffering with us, whether we were in the valley or we were in the mountaintop, he was always there. Even when we were in the bed of sin, he was there. Mm -hmm. um, and the times he's comforted us, the times he's warned us, sometimes he's warned us and we hadn't listened, and then we got ourselves in a whole heap of poo and then we're like, oh, you did tell me that. You did give me that dream. Oh. And he directs us. And he fills us. And I think about, you know, our bodies full of the fallen nature, carnality. To think that he indwells such a temple of flesh and bones and muscles and tissue. And he's with us in all our carnality. Yet he's that one that God spoke and created. So today, let's be intentional. Let us not only honor the Holy Spirit, but let us reflect, reminisce about what He has done for us, how He has gifted us, and also the ways He has um, led us and saved us time and time again. And the places that we failed probably to acknowledge Him, let Him show us today. Were there places I missed you? Were there places I grieved you? Were there places I didn't dwell when you were there? Um, the places maybe we minimized 
His presence. He came oftentimes and chose to do miraculous things, but many times have we grieved Him? Have we had a man-made agenda and He had so much more to do, and yet we didn't even recognize that He was here amongst us? So let's ask Him as we honor Him to please come, dwell amongst us, Refill us. Fill up those holes, those woundings, the places that the trials and tribulations have just uh, caused us to leak. You know, um, today we're going to do some old school, but good school. I had something happen yesterday, and I want to tell you I've gone through a season of some real um, buffeting, some real places of hardship in the last probably month. And, uh, and again, you know, you've heard me say about a spiritual is a head of lettuce. And yesterday in the car... All of a sudden, this song came on. I was not really familiar with this song, but the, God just showed up in the car, and he began to speak to me. And he said that we were in a shift. And it was with the church, and it's with a, we were in a shift. And that there's a change, and it's a good change. I know that we've been buffeted in some areas. I know at the other place that we felt the Holy Spirit and more freedom. But I'm going to tell you, we're in the land of Canaan, and there's some giants buffeting us because we are now bought this property buying this property so god has this neighborhood chosen for us to do a work in and the enemy is not ready for us to move out and do that work so the first giant that we really hit is the covenant breaking and and actually the pharisee and a religious spirit that all kind of goes hand in hand and we've been buffeted by that so the lack of, of being able to enter in I believe yesterday and god's done that to me like three other times in my life where all of a sudden it's a song a song that he is anointed and all of a sudden he just gives me that song starts playing he shows up he gets begins to speak and there's a shift in my life and I can see things that I long given up on all of a sudden come to pass one of those was pastoring I had that uh, it was a casting crown song and it came on this like six months before we ended up pastoring here and so this has happened time and time again and so after Gloria ministers uh, we're, the first song we're going to, to listen to is an unfamiliar song by Jeremy Riddle, but it was the song that God visited me with yesterday. And, um, and so I want you just to soak, just to relax. If you feel like the flags, whatever, do it. Um, and just we're going to sit and we're going to have old school Benny Hinn. Let me tell you about, I know there's been some controversy there, but let me tell you, some of us old schoolers, he did study, you know, he was one of, underneath Catherine Coleman's ministry. And, uh, and there's an anointing. Last week, uh, Andy found this. That was so cool because Andy found this. Uh, and it was a Benny Hinn, and he played it before service. And there was such a sweet presence of God here that we knew that it was for this week. And so um, I'm going to welcome Gloria up to come uh tell y'all a testimony and share and then we're just going to saturate in the presence of the Lord yes I do I want you to do whatever you do it I, I Kim asked me just to talk a little bit about an experience that Ronnie and I did well actually two experiences where we visited Catherine Kuhlman I don't know if some of you do not know who she was but she I think was in the 70s that we uh, had two different occasions to be with her in her meetings. Catherine Kuhlman was a woman 
who loved the Holy Ghost. That's kind of what she said. And, not quite, but um, and she wore these long gowns and they had flowing, and she would do this, and long arms and hands and fingers. She was a really phenomenal woman. And we wanted to go see her. So we went to Houston when she was having a, uh, I, what it, I guess a conference of some sort. And so we went to see her and it was in this huge place. There were thousands of people there. We were a little, we didn't know to be there two hours early. And so we got there and we had to sit in the balcony. But on the way to the balcony, there were there a group of nuns that were right there beside us, and we were all going into this building. And they were sitting close to us in the balcony. And one of them was on crutches. She, she had, apparently had something wrong with her legs or feet or something, but she was on crutches and, and could not walk. So we were sitting there through this, and it was a wonderful, wonderful meeting with her. She, she, Dino was at the piano, you know who Dino was, but she had this simple message about the Holy Spirit and the power of the Holy Spirit. And then she began to call out healings for people. And she pointed up in the balcony where we were, and she said, there's someone up there that is being healed in their legs and feet. Well, we didn't think too much but, you know, about it, but as we were leaving that place, the nuns were coming out with us, and this nun that had come in with crutches was holding them up and walking. And we knew, you know, it was just, yeah. it was just, that was just something that happened really close to us. There were many healings that day. The second encounter that we had, we went to Fort Worth, and it was a conference of the Methodist Church. Now, we were Methodists at that time, and it was a conference on the Holy Spirit. They had invited Catherine Kuhlman, and we were there with the superintendent of the Methodist Church, the bishops that was there. All the bigwigs were there, and they were on the, on the stage with their wives. They were all sitting here, and she was going to be right here. And here she comes on the stage with her flowing mm -hmm. dress on, and she does this. And every one of those people that were standing there when she walked in fell over <laughs> in the Holy Spirit. <laughs> you talk about shocked. They were all in shock. They had never experienced anything like that. And for us to see the power of the Holy Spirit on those people, it was just, it was just mag magnificent. So those are just the most um, powerful, I guess, move of a lot of people with the Holy Spirit. It was really great. This morning as I was teaching, on Nehemiah and the prayer that Ezra had prayed over the people in the ninth chapter. At the end of that, I have a commentary by the name of Alan Redpath, and I need some of it. And he said that we need to come to a place of decision. 
but where he wants us to make a stand for him and against some other things. And so he said, if you need a point of decision, he gave these self-examination questions to give us an idea how to do it. I want just to read this to you. What about my relationship with men? Am I con consciously or unconsciously creating the impression that I am a better man or woman than I really am? Is there the least suspicion of hypocrisy in my life? Am I honest in all my words and acts? Do I exaggerate? Am I reliable? Can I be trusted? Do I confidentially pass on what was told to me in confidence? Do I grumble and complain in the church? Am I jealous, impure, irritable, touchy, distrustful? Am I self-conscious, self-pitying, or self-justifying? Am I proud? Do I thank God I am not as other people? Is there anyone I fear, dislike, or criticize, or resent? If so, what am I doing about it? Then, my devotion to God. Does the Bible live to me? Do I give it time to speak to me? Do I go to bed in time and do I get up in time? Am I enjoying my prayer life today? Do I enjoy it in the morning? When I am involved in a problem in life, do I talk about it or do I pray about it? Am I disobeying God in anything or insisting upon doing something about which my conscience is very uneasy? When did I last speak to someone else with the object of trying to win him for Christ? Am I a slave to books, dress, friends, work, or what others think? How do I spend? my spare time so i think if we especially this next week we can keep these things and so we have our devotions look at these things and see where we stand and what kind of decision we need to make thank you for listening to the restoration church podcast if you would like to watch our message live or looking for more information about our church visit us follow us on facebook restoration church